this is The Space Shot, episode 284 for February 22nd, 2018. 1010, a leading tower, GPS, and the tethered satellite system. I'm John Mulnix. Earlier this morning, SpaceX launched the PATH satellite. Apparently, I've been saying it wrong. After checking the live stream, I made sure to correct myself for today's episode. I have enough trouble with English at times, so apologies for completely butchering the name of this satellite. SpaceX also deployed the first two of their communication satellites today. Elon Musk tweeted that they are named 1010A and B, and SpaceX will attempt a communications pass tomorrow when they pass over Los Angeles. He jokingly followed this tweet with, Don't tell anyone, but the Wi-Fi password is Martians. Like I had mentioned yesterday, the National Space Council met for the second time. Jeff Faust with Spacenews.com has a great rundown of the meeting, and I'm linking to it first in the show notes. I've got some history I want to cover today, so I'm leaving the policy discussion alone for the time being, but before I jump to the history, there's one other article that's worth checking out. Eric Berger with Ars Technica has an article on the mobile launcher system that's being constructed for the SLS. The amount of money that's being spent on this mobile launcher is staggering, and it's been under construction for nearly a decade. I don't want to start anything that could devolve quite quickly, as with most policy discussions, but the amount of money spent on this piece of hardware is absurd. Read his entire article to find out more. I've got two quick pieces of space history for today. On February 22, 1978, the first GPS satellite was launched from Vandenberg Air Force Base. Navstar 1 was one of 11 GPS Block 1 satellites that were, quote, used to demonstrate the feasibility of the GPS system. If you've ever used Google Maps or, God forbid, Apple Maps if you're on an iPhone, You've used an app that's been made possible by GPS satellites. The GPS satellite constellation was originally created for the United States Department of Defense to provide navigation for American military forces around the world in any weather. Like so many pieces of technology, GPS has a dual use for both the military and civilian applications. Apps like Uber and Lyft rely on GPS. Fans of geocaching rely on these satellites, as do private pilots, anyone that wants to track pieces of equipment or shipping containers, or even parents that track the movement of their kids with modern smartphones. GPS is an incredible technology that's made our lives much easier. I can remember the days of printing off maps from MapQuest or using a paper map while on a road trip. I could still get places, it just wasn't as easy or seamless. The last piece of history for today is the launch of the shuttle Columbia on the STS-75 mission on February 22, 1996. This flight of Columbia is notable because the shuttle carried the tethered satellite system, which was a joint American and Italian science experiment. A satellite was attached to the end of a 12.8-mile-long tether that was slowly released from the payload bay of the shuttle over the first few days of the flight. 
Sadly, the tether snapped right before it was fully deployed, and this sent the satellite speeding away from the shuttle. The NASA press release for STS-75 explains why tethers are so important to study in greater detail. Quote, Tethered systems can be used to generate thrust to compensate for atmospheric drag on orbiting platforms such as the International Space Station. Deploying a tether towards Earth could place movable science platforms in hard-to-study atmospheric zones. Tethers could also be used as antennas to transmit extremely low-frequency signals able to penetrate land and seawater, providing for communications not possible with standard radio. Non-electrical tethers can be used to generate artificial gravity and to boost payloads to higher orbits. Even though the tethered satellite system wasn't fully deployed, there was still useful science that was brought back. On a personal note, I was looking through some of the photos from this mission, and they reminded me of how fascinated I was by the shuttle as a kid. I never got to see a shuttle launch in person, although I did get to see a space shuttle on one of the launch pads when I was a really little kid. I'm linking to these pictures on the Space Shot Facebook page, so be sure to check it out to see what I'm talking about. I'd really appreciate it if you could venture into the Apple Podcasts app or your podcast app of choice and leave a review for the Space Shot. If you could take just a minute of your time to leave a review, I would be incredibly grateful. To those of you that have already left reviews, I appreciate it. For everybody else, reviews are critical because a steady stream of them ensures that the Space Shot is more visible in the Apple Podcasts app. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or click the link in the show notes and you'll find me. I'm John Molnix and I'll catch you on the flip side.